Welcome to episode number three. You have to earn it. This is the Rotated Views Podcast with Jimmy Lee and the crew, giving you life from various perspectives. Welcome to our level. We hope you enjoy the views. All right. Thank you for joining us. You are now tuned into the Rotated Views Podcast. My name is Jimmy Lee Velez. I am your host. I am here with the full crew, Gabe Goose, Heck, and Manny. All right. So let's jump right into it. This episode is about earning your way, not just to the top, just your position in life in general. Not to say that there's a hierarchy or anything, but just to, uh, I believe we're here to produce in some type of way or form whether it's through creativity or whatever you know we think it is but not just laying around and doing absolutely nothing i i I truly do believe we need to be productive in life whatever you know level or degree uh each person you know thinks that they you know they need to but there's a difference between taking it and earning it that being said i want to jump right into a interesting story i was watching a documentary about pirates on the coast of Malaysia. Right, so these pirates use sophisticated methods to steal goods and ships. Ships. And I'm talking 300 ton ships. I was blown away. They would even meet up in the middle of the ocean, turn off their AIS, which is an automatic identification system, which is an IMO requirement to be on at all times for ships over 300 total tons. Right. So they would turn this IMO off. They would connect lines to trade goods from one ship to another. They actually had a name for this called STS, which is ship to ship. The narrator explained that the ship with the goods would return back home and tell everyone they were robbed by pirates. Meanwhile, they're in on this whole thing. They would also drop some of these pirates off on the land or the, you know, the surrounding islands or whatever was close to them and execute intricate job, an intricate job of stealing motors from the boats that were docked on you know, personal property, and someone would even steal the entire boat altogether. Uh, the sad part was these local, you know, the, the equipment, uh, boats, and motors that were stolen uh, were from the locals who literally make their livelihood uh, from fishing with these boats. They even interviewed one guy who said he had over 20 boats stolen from him. Uh, so just off that little story, I mean, my mind was blown away. First of all, I'm talking about ships like these things were huge they're hijacked you know rerouted they would turn off basically it was like this gps kind of thing that would tell uh the imo where they're located they you know they need to know these things are so big but if they would have them on the imo would obviously know that they're just sitting they're just you know so uh so they would turn this you know this locator off and then they would literally just exchange goods whatever whatever it was i mean chemicals like clothing whatever the ship was you know taking so so i mean before before i give my full take does anyone have anything about you know stealing someone else's property or thoughts on this actual you know pirates um i know we see pirates that go on cartoons i thought pirates was like just fantasy type thing i did not (laughs) realize that they still existed i mean obviously you know you, you think of a pirate and it's like pictured as like captain hook type of stuff right yeah, no, man, that, this is a legit thing. Like, these guys, there's nothing, you know, fancy about them. Although, there is something fancy. It's the equipment and stuff that they use. But there's no, uh, like, glorified, you know, patch on one eye and a parrot on their shoulder Arr. type of thing. I mean, what does anyone have to say about someone taking some other 
man's work. Uh, I hate it. I mean, I hate it. I, you know, I, I look at this and they're pirates. It's to be expected. It's the kind of the the pirate that nobody knows about. Everybody has that guy at work that or person, let's just say, who takes another person's idea and exploits it as their own. You want to talk about hitting a hundred? I go zero to a hundred real quick when that happens. It drives me crazy. I hate it. Why? I, why do you hate it though? Like what because it was it? It, because it wasn't yours, and in it's literally just I, there's I don't know. Like someone hijacked your idea. Yeah, it, it, it's exactly. <laughs> they pirated my idea, and then they're you know, and, and it's not even me. I get more upset for the people who that that isn't necessarily me. Um, and I saw them, you know, this was my idea. They kind of fostered, they grew it, they nurtured it. And then when it was done, somebody turned around and was like, yeah, I, I thought of that. And uh, my blood boiled and it drives me crazy. It's just, it's like not fair. And a lot of times it tends to be somebody on the, you know, in the hierarchy who, you know, what are you going to say to them? Right. You know, and you can talk to yourself and you can kind of play it up to say, as long as it's, you know, as long as it's out there and it's for the greater good. That baloney. It's for the team. Yeah, and it is. And that is a great (laughs) mentality to have. But even in the back of my mind, knowing it's for the betterment of the team, you got to give people credit, you know, where where credit is. And I think that's what it is. I think that's what actually irks you. I mean, you know, I was just playing devil's advocate there. It bothers, you know, the mess out of me, too. But I think it's just, just, what is the big deal? It's like, dude, give them credit. Like, what, what are you hijacking this person's idea for to get all the credit? And you know what, man? It, it gets dirty too because I've seen I've seen situations where people actually get promoted for mm-hmm. for an idea that mm-hmm. wasn't even there to what they presented, and yet they basically robbed someone for this idea and then took it on as their own, and it went from a higher uh, ranking than the person uh, he stole the idea from, and then he got promoted, and then that other person mm-hmm. actually left without going into too much detail. That I felt so bad for this the other guy whose idea got you know take it good put yourself in the shoes yeah it's just the the sneakiness of people it's like that's what bothers me they're like sneaking around trying to either steal other other ideas or other people's product in this case like the sophisticated way they did it with boats off like shorelines where there's no witnesses there's no one and everyone in their own that own little clique and they're they know they're doing it because they're going to get inside money and it's like all in a hush it's just it's just so sneaky. I I hate sneaky people. Dude, it, it, the, the crazy part about this is they met in a specific location where I guess uh, it was like territory, like borderline. So the coastal guard can only do so much. Yeah. Yeah. So much. This, yeah, if this uh, yeah. country's paying attention and it's a borderline, so they literally have to just go like 10 more feet and we're at, like, at their zone or whatever it is. International waters. Yeah, it's like yeah. they're professionals at what they do. I mean, you can't be an amateur stealing a 300-ton sure. ship, right, with millions of dollars of cargo. That's that's you've done that one too many times. But are you are you really upset? Look at take take the two separate the two situations. You're talking about pirates, and then you're talking about just you know regular people at home. Pirates, I kind of give not to give them a pass, but I look at it as like, okay, that's what you do, right, wrong, or indifferent. That's what you do, right? Right, that's to be expected. But you do it to a guy who you think is an up, you know, an upstanding citizen, a guy that works for the team, and then he does a sneaky peek talking about what Mikey or what Goose was talking about. It kind of that right there. Like mm-hmm. I, I give the pirates a, a pass, wrong in what they're doing, obviously, but I give them a pass because when it's coming from you know a regular guy, okay. 
So you give them a pass, right? You have a hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars. You're about to flip. Let's just say it's a ton of computers or electronics. It's a hundred thousand dollars worth of electronics. This is you, right? You hire a company to ship this from one place to another. Mm-hmm. They come back to you and say, "We got hijacked." I'm I'm livid. I'm upset. Absolutely. I I agree. But you just gave them a pass. No, no, I, that's, that's what they do. Not giving them a pass, like... The guy at the job, that's what he does. He got promoted. He made even, he's making even more money. That's what he does. He's just a guy that steals people's ideas. No, no, but he's called an IT generalist, or he's, (laughs) he's human resources. Why is he gotta be IT? (laughs) Well, no, these guys, these guys, they actually, they're, one of them is like an actual, he does, he's a captain, like he's a, he really, you know, steer ships and stuff for a living, and then he, on the side, he actually does it, so he doesn't yeah. want you to consider him as a pirate. Yeah, he no. want, he is he's a captain. He's a low-key guy, but he's still doing the bad. Like, he knows what goods are coming through, in and out, and he sets it up. And sure. just takes it goes it. beyond the ships, though, too. I mean, there's people who <laughs> steal cars yeah. that... I don't, I don't know, again, I don't know the, the details of this, but apparently, they're, you know, the whole serial number thing gets scratched off, yeah. and it goes to a chop seconds. shop. Yeah, if you watch Gone to 60 Seconds, this thing's in a chop shop and in and out. And under, like, 24 hours, this is a totally different car, unknown to anyone, and even, you know, cops can't even locate some of these things. Um, Imagine if that was your new Porsche. Yeah, actually, I just seen on the news. They had, a, um, like, a high-end store where everything's kind of laid out on the racks and stuff. In 40 seconds, two guys stole, like, $300,000 worth of clothes. They just walked up, and whatever they can grab off the rack just ran out. <laughs> and it was like high end clothing, That's like shirts that cost like it's like pirates. <laughs> they know so, what they're doing. So on, going on, yeah, going on that, and just made me think of like knockoff stuff. So oh, like man. knockoff stuff. That, think about like you have a brand. That's established, and someone's basically imitating your brand and selling it for a quarter of the price or whatever it was. So I was telling, I remember I was in the car with you, and I was telling you about, dude, they do this to the level of laundry detergent. So these guys, it was the same episode of, that I was watching. Uh, these guys were making an imitation Tide. No way. They even had the orange buckets. Like, they're, they're, you're talking about, like, the how many gallons is that? 50? I don't know. No, it's not 50. Five. Five, gallon, five, five gallon. um buckets with the blue lids, and they would basically make their own version of the Tide sticker and slap it on there and sell it for like 25 30 bucks and that five gallon thing is really you know if you bought it if it was tied it would be like i don't know 75 80 bucks or something yeah yeah so these guys are just cutting and dude you're talking about u-haul trucks were pulling up and they're saying it's like your local corner store bodega in the city that's selling these you know these big gallons five gallon thing and it's something you would never even... Oh, I wouldn't have thought of. Them. Somebody might have thought about that. I would never have thought you're imitating t- like laundry detergent. Yeah. Dude, everything's imitated. Well, it's, it's, not even, it's not even about... The, it's everyone wants to pay a cheaper price for stuff. So the bar try to try to cut corners. They're like, how can I make this cheaper for everyone to buy this? But the undercover cop told the guys, what are you putting in here? He's like, he got apparently got like an allergic reaction to it. He's like, I, I know, I know Tide. I use Tide. Like, I don't know if he was doing to bust a guy's chops or something, but he was—he seemed like he was serious. He's like, whatever you use is cheap, man. He's like, you don't know what you're, who you're sending that out. I mean, dude, what do you think drug dealers do? They don't care. Dude. Yeah. There's a level of like, you don't care in your mind when you're doing kind of this, this kind of stuff. Well, like, yeah, it's the the level of honesty. You're definitely not an honest person yourself. Yeah, but like what about like those people that go out and buy the Beats headphones and they're not really Beats? I saw one that had like a P on it, but it looked like the <laughs> B, right? But just had a missing circle. 
to be. Not Dude, to you be. plug them bad boys in, it's like hearing a tin can banging in your ear. Yeah, but no, but that still goes along the lines that these people, you, it's cheating people who are working their tails off out of something. It's cutting a corner, and there's no shortcut. There's no shortcut, and there's no reason for it. And then you, you're going to hear all, all the excuses on there. You know what? Some of them sound really good, but at the end of the day, it doesn't make it right. Just stealing from someone because you have nothing. Okay, so how about the dude who was trying to make a living who had 20 boats stolen from him? And it was docked yeah, on his yeah, property. That's, that's where it's wrong. I mean, that's his livelihood. Like, that's where he's making his money. Right. You wake up next morning, your boat is gone. No fishing today. What do you tell your wife? What do you tell your family? Dude, he had, it, it, they showed it. He had like a family. He's like, you see like two little kids running around all that's, barefoot. That's crazy. When you see a bunch of guys out in the middle of the thing, you're like, ah, whatever. They stole a couple men. But then when you see the lives that that's affecting, oh, yeah, absolutely. that's when it starts to hit home. And you're like, anyone who has a family or anything, you, you, you can relate to that. Or it hits you. You're like, oh, man, this is terrible. Sometimes you just get caught up in like, oh, man, Jerry just took my idea. And now he got promoted. And there that goes. But at the end of the day, maybe that guy needed five ten thousand dollars more of a raise and then his wife could be a stay-at-home mom and then and then it could just keep going like that and then their kids don't down to pay for their kids to go to this because the mom's home watching the kids it might seem something so little to jerry but that little piece of cheating is affecting mm-hmm. not just him and if you have the slightest bit of thought process or or understanding of the law of attraction or karma whatever you want to call it just, it's the law of life, how you treat, we talk about this all the time, is, you know, how you treat yourself is how you should treat other people. It's going to come back to you. That little stinking thing that you stole or whatever, and everyone's going to, everyone does it, you know, I mean, there's countries that chop people's hands off or stealing, sure. um, that you'll learn eventually that, okay, that's not, you know, that's not the right thing to do. So you'll see it, it'll, it'll, you know, bite you in the butt one day. What if somebody lets you borrow something, you totally forgot to give it back to them, or they never asked for it? Yeah, you end up keeping it. Is that stealing? Never, yeah, well, yeah. Well, is, here, it, here's it, a, is it conscious? Do, do you know? Do, yeah, right. Like, exactly. it's one thing to forget, but if you see it, I'm like, yeah, I gotta get that like back. You, like, you're using, you're using someone's tablet all day long, and like, yeah, he ain't asked for it back, so I'm gonna keep on using it. No, first of all, that's a conscious thing. Like, if you know that, you, alright, let's grow up. You know that it's there, you should yeah. be giving it back. That, the, karma is still working. You don't understand. Right. So that means if you're holding something that you know is right is not yours, and you're like, well, he's, he's not asking for it. You don't know on the back end. He's probably like, he doesn't know how to ask back for it because he kind of feels bad. Like, right. maybe this guy really needs this. I'm like, oh, I, I need it back, but I don't want to kind of feel rude and like, yo, can I get my tablet back? I don't know. I think like, if you thought about it, like, dang, he didn't ask for it. I'm just going to keep it. Yeah. <laughs> like, that right there, that's called being a thief. Yeah. 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 Thievery. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so let's jump right into this. Dad life. Do you pay your kids for chores? Is there anything else you pay them to do? No. No, I don't pay them for chores. Uh, but, and then you don't pay them for anything else? No. Um, it's weird. Like, I don't I don't know. Like, because every time we go out, it's like they want something and we always end up getting them something. So, I don't know if it's the wrong thing to do. Like, do you do you say, hey, I'm going to give you uh, an allowance because you're... You know, you're you're doing the trash. You're taking the trash out of the bathroom, or you're feeding the dog, or whatever. No, that's to me. I I, I don't know. I think it's weird that like you're paying your kid to do something that should be done in the house, right? And supplying them with a phone every month that they say they need. They really don't need it. That's just extra stuff. So I think to me that's like 
you're comparing it from what's needed to luxuries. Right. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't, obviously my son's too, but I think this goes along with how you talk to kids uh, with everything. It gradually gets, it takes steps. So maybe in the beginning, just to teach them working does get you something or somewhere that you can probably give them a dollar or two for a week for doing chores. Obviously, you're, you're teaching them multiple things. The house needs to stay clean. It's your responsibility. Take care of stuff. That's your, you giving back, being grateful for what you have, the roof over your head, the shirt on your back, the food on the table. But then after a while, it's like, dude, you're 10. You should be taking out the trash. You get this already. You can start, you know, doing something else for money. Help it start cutting the grass now because you need to be stronger. I can't tell my two-year-old to go cut the grass. So I think it just grows with them. And it also doesn't have to necessarily pay in money. Like you said, you're paying a phone bill, right? There's, there's, I, get, I don't know. This is me. This is so hypothetical because I clearly am not at that stage yet. But I think that's where it is. And I, and I asked, do you pay them for other things? Because I heard there's this guy who pays his, he doesn't pay his daughter for chores um, well, he started out. He started off paying his daughter for chores. You know, everything you do, you get a quarter, uh, that kind of deal. And then, when, like you just said, when you go to the stores, you buy them something. Well, she only had five bucks saved up. You can only buy five dollars worth of stuff. So that's also teaching them responsibility on money and how to take care of money. So it's kind of like a this two this weighted kind of debate going on in the house, which I, I believe in both. And then the other thing was he paid her to read books and then write him a book report. So that was how he paid her. So he's saying, your studying is going to pay off at the end. So then she was ready for college. She was ready, you know, and he was trying to get her in that mindset as well, where it's not just, you know, doing physical labor. It's also, you know, treating your brain as a gold mine that it is and sharpening your skills. Again, I'm saying this off of something I read in a magazine, article I read in a magazine, another guy that I follow for financial advice and stuff like that, but... I thought it was interesting. That's the reason why I asked it. Yeah, asked it I think there are certain things that, like, especially at home, like, there are certain things kids shouldn't get paid for doing, like, like cleaning their room. Like, I know you're trying to teach them work ethic, but um, also there's, like, that personal, they're not going to get paid for cleaning their room as they get older. That's just, like, something you automatically should just do. As they get older, like, oh, well, I ain't getting paid for it. I'm not going to do it. So it's, like, there's, like, certain things, like, that they should, they shouldn't even get paid for. But then there's other, like, extra things that, like, they can get paid for with, like, if you do have a pool, like, cleaning the pool or something. Like, I'm talking about, like, basic stuff they shouldn't get paid for. But when there are extra stuff outside, like, yard work or, like, I have a daughter, a nine-year-old daughter. I'm, I don't expect her to go outside and cut the grass. You right. know what I mean? It'd be awesome if she can help out, whatever. And, right. and it's, but, like, if I had a boy, I'd kind of expect him to learn outside chores. Right. But uh, I, I think there's there's other ways, like, actually, like, in like her schoolwork and stuff, they're just giving her a reward. It doesn't necessarily have to be money. Right. It, it can be, like, in other things and stuff that, like, like you said, she, she would want or whatever. But then she'll work and earn money helping, like, um, her stepdad has a, has a business. He goes and brings her and she'll clean. Clean up the mess after they're done doing, like, construction stuff. And he pays her for right. it. Like, that's, like, she's going out on site and cleaning. Right. So she knows she's going to get rewarded in that way. But, like, normal, like, daily stuff, like, that, you shouldn't get paid for brushing your teeth. Right. I mean, you shouldn't get paid for, like, oh, I'm going to take, take a shower. I saw a cool, um, there, there was this calendar that this, it was, like, a weekly calendar that had tabs on it. And each tab had a, like, a chore or something for, for them to do and an associated dollar amount with it. 
So the kids were actually fighting to do the uh, chore, yeah, whatever yeah, it was, because yeah. like they're trying to get the higher paid one. Like, well, it went up to like anywhere between. That's a cool way of bribery. Fifty cents to like ten bucks. Incentivizing. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. there you go. Yeah. There's incentives, and obviously the chores got harder. And I'm saying chores in a really broad sense. I don't necessarily. Some of the stuff wasn't really chores because chores, I think, is something that needs to be done on a routine basis. Yeah, exactly. right. He was telling him one of them was like wash dad's car, or wash mom's car. You know what? Uh, you know yeah, stuff exactly. like that. Yeah. Um, clean the garage, taking out the trash, and all that stuff was like fifty cents. It was like basic stuff because that stuff you have to do every day. What? Well, I guess it also comes down to what you value. Like I don't pay my kid for anything. He's seven, first grade. But we did reward him with a you know a good report card. Got like good job, buddy. You know you're gonna go out and get a certain toy that you want. So I guess that we value the whole education thing, and you know obviously if you're doing well in school, you'll get rewarded for it. But to, to touch on what Heck said, which is interesting, because the kids who have phones, that's almost like a, a given now. You know, they don't see it as luxury. And, and my son is fortunate enough to play baseball, and he has a bat, a bag, a helmet, a mask for, for the helmet, uh, batting gloves, a brand new glove, uh, a second set of practice spikes. And, like, he just looks at it, and that's almost normal to him. Right. And I'm, like, thinking about it in my head. is like, he has no idea that these are all luxuries right my mom paid a dollar for my spikes and i walked in with a bat and just a glove and i'm gonna, I'm gonna go to practice and i didn't think anything of it meanwhile he's got a bag with his name on it and it's like an 80 dollar bag he's seven dude and now thinking about it i'm like man this is he has no idea that this is a luxury this is almost for him it's a given yeah. and that's kind of what's the balance there yeah no, that's tough I'm, I not for nothing. I just thought of remember we used to slide our gloves through the bat. That's how I that's how I carry it. Yep. Right at the end. I just thought of it as soon as you said I had a Wilson glove. That was awesome. That's and that's nice. yeah. Well, that's what you did. And now I mean, but thinking about it, you know the 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 luxuries. I'm like, man, he has all these things at his disposal, and he looks at it as, or he thinks about it. And it must be just I don't know. What it, this is what it's supposed to be like. Um. Now the other thing I don't know is I don't know if it's. You know, our, our upbringing brought us to this level, and then maybe his, what we're doing for them is going to take them to another level, because there was always people that had, had it, you know, when true. we were going to, we didn't yeah, have it, that's true. you know, yeah. and I think it's just are a generational like, thing. Are we thing. filling in for what we didn't have growing up as a kid, you know what I mean? Like uh, It could be. Like, he's like maybe just saying, yeah, like compensating. But like, not necessarily, it could also just be, you have the money for it. That's true. It's That's not just because, you know, a lot of times it's like, we have it, so you, we're, we want to provide. Yeah. Some people go out of their way to get, you know, $400 spice for their eight-year-old. That, and then that, yeah, that's, that's a little much. I mean, but to them, that's not. Th- this is how I think. If I find my kid, like, not appreciating something, I'm going to yeah. take something away. Yeah. How do you bring that? How do you teach that lesson? Because meanwhile, you think you're doing the, you, you know, he's earning it. Meanwhile, you're fulfilling, and you know maybe it's a childhood dream. Like, man, my yeah. kid's gonna have everything I didn't have. Sure. How do you how do you teach that lesson? Like, man, that's difficult for me as a parent. Like, I'm I'm in here right now. I'm thinking about, man, I do a terrible job of, you know, teaching him the lesson of appreciation. For yeah, it, it, it might not expected. be a terrible job. It's just there's you hear other ideas, and you're like maybe I can implement that, or maybe I can use that because there's stuff that I hear. And I'm like, dang, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try that too. But I I think it's. Because as an adult, I know for me, the only reason why I come up or I say something like this is because for me, there's certain things like, we, even our cars, sometimes you just take for granted. We just go to work, come back over. All of a sudden, something happens with the car, the light goes off. And to me, it's just remember how you know grateful you should be that you actually have something to go to and from. And then meanwhile, 
Every day you pass somebody waiting at the school uh, bus stop, right? Yeah. And you don't yeah. even think anything of it. It's just a reminder. There's Life has a way of humbling us. And I think sometimes we have to come in, or our kids in that sense, I was saying we have to be harsh, I guess, specifically what we do, not to take away what you and Jen work so hard to get to. You know what I'm saying? You guys should be able, if you want to buy your kid the best stuff and have extra stuff and, be, and have that luxury stuff, by all means, I think that you should be doing that's what you want to do but i i it's it's hard there, there is that hard trade-off where you're like all right let's not you know if we get too carried away and just keep getting him everything and without him realizing the the value yeah and, you know that's what i was gonna say it all depends on the kid too if you know he's like taking care of it and stuff right so it's worth it but if, i mean there's nothing wrong with like getting your kids like the best of things if you can do because and it doesn't matter but how much they you have to as long as you understand the value of it. Yes, because I remember, well, it, it, it's not value, it's not a price thing. Because I remember this kid having literally a $150 bat, and I had a $25 bat from Walmart. It was an Easton with blue grip. That was the first time I had my own bat. Dude, you would have thought I had some, like, Mark McGuire signed Jose Can You got your Jose Can <laughs> <laughs> Something by like some major league. I mean, I treated that thing. I didn't even use it in practice. It was like a it was a, it was like a game bat. It was minor leagues. Dude, and I treated that thing like it was gold. That was a $25 bat. Meanwhile, literally, this kid had and I didn't know I didn't know like to me $25 was a lot of money, so I didn't really think like uh, but I remember I had yeah. this bat and the kid goes, like, my dad just spent 150 bucks on his bat. I'm looking at my bat, I'm looking at his bat, and I still loved my bat. Like, I didn't even care. I'm like, I don't yeah, okay. Mine. He did do well, okay, which, that begs the question, why? What was it? So go back into your thought process and say, why did you appreciate that bat? I didn't have one. It was, like I said, it was the first, it was my first, all the other bats I used Mike and Hex. It was a bat that was bought for me. Like, I didn't care if it was five bucks. I'm like, dude, I got my own bat for the first time. So I valued it. I don't know if this... I don't remember if this kid had multiple bats prior to that. I'm pretty sure. He bought a $150 bat. I think he had bats before that. But I know why I value it. It's because it was the first one that was bought specifically for me. All the other ones are easy these guys. Yeah, I, I remember one time uh, getting a pair of sneakers that I wanted. And there was like, uh, with my mom. And she she kind of gave me like a budget of like, I, f- I think it was like 40 bucks or something. And I seen the sneakers that I wanted. And they were like, like forty five dollars, it was like a couple dollars more, and she just looked at it and was like, "No, you're you like she she put me on a budget and stuff, right?" So I just started like thinking, she's like, "Like we work for this and this is what we have, whatever." Now I, I might have been like ten or twelve or something, and I, I just started thinking like my mom and dad we talk about their wages, they made like probably like fifteen dollars an hour, so it would take three hours of my mom's precious time to give me a pair of sneakers that I want to like jack up. Yeah. And that just blew my mind away at that age. I'm like. Dude, now I know why they're very cautious with everything. Like, right. like they work hard for your stuff, and like three hours is like three hours of them working, and they're not even gonna get that money. They're gonna give it to me. Right. So it's just like as a kid, I'm like that really blew my mind. So from that point on, it's always like even saving money is like it's not the easiest thing to do. So would you be opposed to like you know bringing it to your kid at a certain age and be like, listen, this is fact. This is we have to work. X amount of hours for you to enjoy these luxuries. I don't even know if it matters if, if you say the actual dollar amount. I think you just have to compare it to just lifestyle. 
to live the lifestyle that we have, we have to work this hard. Right. If we want a better lifestyle, we have to have a daddy has to get a part time job or I have to go back to school. I think it's talked about in a sense. I don't know if you have to say you can, but you say I make fifteen seventy five an hour. I mean, I'm not sure if that's going to impact the person, yeah, the yeah. child, as much as if you say if you want yeah. this lifestyle. The reason why you have the cool toys and a nice bike is because we work so hard and we it, how we worked so hard in the past and it got us to this point and we're continually going to you know put forth the effort to get us a better lifestyle. But if you're not going to appreciate what you have now. You didn't want to live ten years ago, bud, because it was even it was harder back then. And and like I said, this is from the financial guy that I follow. He when he explained his his children, it depends on the maturity of the kid. Uh, we have a little cousin is so like years beyond her age, and when it comes to maturity, I feel like you I can talk to her about finances and she would get it. But then there's another kid, not not a relative that I know is. Around probably around the same age, and it will go, you know, right over this person's head and not understand. I think you have to try to get a grasp of this person's maturity level. Yeah. Like, can yeah. I explain yeah. this or get to the level where they can get it? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, like I said, it might, it might. If the person, if the kid's asking, you know, well, how much is this lifestyle? And yeah, if they're poking at it. I mean, so my wife goes out the other day. It's it's uh. Summer's coming, or not summer, but warm weather's coming, and the, the girls, my girls go to a Catholic school, so my oldest, uh, my, so my wife goes out and buys the summer shirts, they had shorts, and the summer shirts, they went to wear the fancier shirts that they don't have to wear a belt, and it's allowed to stay untucked, so my wife goes out and buys them, so my oldest goes, she's like, mom, I don't like the shirt, so then she's like, what do you mean you don't like the shirt, I just spent my entire afternoon at the store in Philly, like, waiting to get this shirt embroidered because it's not done there they have to embroider it she's like no nah, that's fine mom i don't care i'll just go out and buy my own i got my own money what do you do in that situation i think i i flew off the rocker i didn't say nothing i just i just like kind of like stormed away and and i, I left it at my wife and my daughter's uh little argument thing to figure out but i honestly like it just blew my mind it's like why how did she come off saying don't worry about it. i'll buy my own you got money like that when did you start working like what? How do you come off like that? Don't that to me that that was like an insult it's almost. It's your level of ungratefulness. It, right. That's what. I, that's exactly what I thought. But you know, I didn't say nothing. I let, I let it go, and I, I just bit my tongue. My wife is going off to work, and I don't want to get her a little. Yeah. Obviously, I, obviously, it's not a money thing. No, it's um, not. Because, because she she said I have my own money, blah blah blah. It was a. Um, I mean, it can go both ways. Some people say, well, was she consulted? Did she, was her opinion asked? Did she want this shirt? Or was it something that she had to have? Was it something that she it was a shirt to? she chose. Oh, okay. So, the, yeah, so, so it was the summer shirt. They said they want the summer shirt. You can get, so it's like a polo style shirt where you don't have to tuck in the bottom. Or you can get the like regular button down guys and tuck it in. But, um, yeah, so it was their choice, both of theirs. Okay. And then they yeah. came off like that. Well, the oldest yeah. came off. But like first that. of all, so it does not work like that. Um, my biggest thing is communication. If we communicated together and we both said, and we all agreed, blah, 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 that we're getting this shirt, I'm sorry. Whether you like that thing or not, I don't care if you have a million dollars. Actually, I would care if you have a million dollars, but I don't care if you have all the money that you need to buy another shirt. You're wearing the shirt that we chose together or that you chose, whatever, yeah. for the rest of the hello spring, hello summer, whatever's coming. You're going to rock that thing. And it's embroidered. We can't return this. No. So next time, be careful with your decisions. Right. Make more educated uh, thing. Consult with your friends if you want to try to be cool. 
you got to know these things. You got to stay current. The other thing is, as, as a parent, you got to stick with your guns, man. You got to like, no, I'm going to be in that argument. I'm going to be, not in just to be in the argument, just to let them know these are the decisions that are going to be made. Whether you have money to buy whatever, it doesn't matter. The point is that we came here as a family to buy you a uniform. So you don't have to spend your own money on buying uniform. That's the reason why we work so hard. So then you can buy the money, whether you got it as a birthday gift money, because you're saying she didn't work for it, but she could have got it from anywhere. But it's, right. um, you know, what the, where how that money is being used. Mommy and daddy work so hard so you can have luxuries like that and right, maybe exactly. go buy yourself, you know, like a cute little outfit or something for the summer and not spend it on uniform stuff. Right. Which is kind of, you know, like limited in style because you have to be, you know, it has to be a certain, you know, tucked in or not tucked in style. <laughs> I don't know, that's me. I, to me, it's like, yeah, we made this decision. You're going you to love it. You're going to wear it. Yeah, and that's what I said. I mean, like I, I, also, I said to her, I was like, that was just completely ungrateful. Like, you show no appreciation. Your mother spent her entire afternoon, mind you, with the two little ones that aren't, uh, well, the baby, she, she, she cooperates because she's a baby, but it's that easy going down to the city to go get these uniforms, and then you, you have to sit around and wait, and it's not a fun place because it's nothing but clothing lined up everywhere. So she sure. spent her whole day, and then she had a paper parking. She ran out into the parking meter twice to go pay for parking. Dude. She go with her? No, Bel. She was in like, school. My oldest oh, was in okay, school. Okay. Yeah, the two older ones were in school. Yeah, and, and I also think it's it's important too because there goes the valley thing. Right. Like we're saying about the baseball thing. CJ doesn't know how hard his parents work to get where they are so that he could have those luxury items. Oh, she she clearly there. didn't see the crap that Jess had to go through for paying for parking. Right, she, right. Wobbling two babies. Right, yeah, right, she didn't yeah. experience it, so the value's down. Right. And it could be something she did want it, but when she put it on, it, she didn't like the way it looked. Like, that's that's like you see a pair of sneakers, right. yeah. like, yo, I want those. You put them on, you're like, I don't like the way they look. She might, yeah, the way yeah, she like, communicated might have came right, off rude, right, right. Yeah. but in the, you know, she's also at that sensitive age where it's kind of like, it might have looked I think what here. bothered me the most was, I got my own money, I'll buy it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think that's what kind of irked me. But was, yeah, I mean, it's true, but yeah, it's that age, man. It, it is, come it up is. These they, interesting they're, they're uh, replies, but I, I think, I think that's a lesson for everyone, though. I mean, yeah. you learn something, she learned something, yeah. I gotta be talked about. You're wearing this, um, and or if it's really that bad where she's like that upset, you also got to talk about her her response. That's not how you approach the situation. You don't just say I'm gonna buy with my own money. You know, like mom, look, I thought I was gonna like this. Yes, we talked about. It. I thought I was gonna. I don't like it that much. I don't want your money to go to waste, so I'll wear this twice a week, right, exactly. and let's go buy the one that I want, and I'll wear that three times a week. Or something like that, where it's not because it's down the it's down the hole now. Because that thing's a personalizer. Is that? Yeah. No, they don't have the names on it. It just has oh. the, the the name of the school on it. That's all. But well, still, it's still got to She's good. You know what? You know what the other thing is? She got you know do, donate it to someone who's less fortunate, and she has to go on with herself. Or someone, one of her that. friends. I mean, I guess one of her friends that that might be younger than her. I don't well, know. Yeah, know but the lesson needs to be or, learned. Yeah, that's true. she has to do something. So, so, yeah. here, so here's a question: Did did she learn the lesson? Were you able to communicate like, hey? Hey, where are you at with it? I'm still here with it. So were you frustrated? I was frustrated. No, my wife went off to work, and and then that was that. And I never, honestly, we completely forgot about it. Our days are so crazy, I forgot to bring it back up. So it's brought back up today, a week later. Right, right, but not to her. Which even brings up, it's so interesting that you can get frustrated and go through these things. And and I think that's what I'm missing. I'm playing it in my head. It's like, man, I'm missing opportunities to teach a lesson to my kid. Like, 
Yeah, there's certain things that you say yeah, that just got me nipped in the butt. There, I'm thinking about it right now. That's a situation that you probably need to nip that totally, in the butt. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Totally agree. Totally easy for me to sit here and say, "Oh, well, next time." Da, 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 da. Right. Because when you're in that emotional state and in that moment, I'm not sure, I'm sure. You're just, especially level, like like you just said, right we're all so busy. Everyone's on the fly. Like you don't even have time to really think or react the proper yeah. way to it. Right now, we're like critiquing. I yeah, guess, yeah, right. The, the, but it's true. true. But that stuff that. When you hear this critique, or when you talk to your buddies about it, or something like that, that stuff's gonna stay in your mind for the next time. Maybe right, you have two right. other girls coming up, three other girls coming up in line. Yeah. Next time they might try to pull that. You already know how to answer. You already know how to. Like, all right, maybe I didn't complete. They say that about grandparents and their grandchildren. They they know all this silly stuff that they did with their own kids that they can avoid with their grandchildren. Oh, yeah, it's like just shower them with love and there, there's another level of, you know, caring and love that they have because, like, oh my gosh, what was I thinking with Jimmy Lee? I don't know why I said that to him when he was 10, but, and then they, you know, they blow us off. Oh, don't say that to him. He's all right. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah. To, uh, We're parenting him. and then they're trying to oh, co-parent on top of us. <laughs> can I teach my yeah. kids something? <laughs> uh, no, I think that, I mean, that's super interesting. It, it is true. Like, and everything we do say here, it's coming from a standpoint of, uh, like a higher level, you know, looking, you know, retrospect, looking back down. I mean, that's the purpose of it anyway, to talk about it. Obviously, we're not all, clearly, we're not perfect. Clearly, we don't have you know, the answers for everything. But it's nice to know that we can go forward and progress, grow. That's the point. Like Manny just said, there's points I might be missing, lessons or whatever. Manny's probably going to be a little bit more conscious. There's stuff that my kid's not at that age yet, and I get to, like, take advantage of this talk. And, and, you know, apply that when, you know, the situation happens. All right, so, talking about money, we'll jump into our next segment, which is called Questionable. All right, so here's the question. My friend has a high-paying job and is constantly bragging about it. How do I tell her to chill out, quote-unquote, with the bragging, quote, without sounding like a hater? So that's an, that's an yeah, that's interesting... That's questionable. That's tough. Huh. That is... Good question. You know what? You know what's funny? All right, so I am a treasure hunter for comments and anything with YouTube or any of these. I completely enjoy the comment section of everything. It's pure entertainment. But it's true. Somebody said something about, I forget who it was. was, was, I'm not going to say the name, but it was a famous comedian. It's kind of going through some things or whatever. And then people were like, um, oh, why, why does everyone have to hate? Why can't everyone just, you know, encourage him? But then someone's like, you know, it's the opposite. If you encourage them, you're like, oh, dude, you're such a fan. Like, you know, you're a fan of another guy or something like that. And it's like, where do we win? It's like, if I if I root this guy on, I'm, I'm you know, a fan of his, whatever, say something negative of what he's okay. doing, I'm a hater. Yeah, don't if you do, don't if you don't. Yeah, exactly, that type of thing. So anyway, I thought of that when I was, you know, I, I saw this question. To hear someone constantly talk about how the, I honestly, I don't think I've ever even encountered anyone like that, but... That would be weird for me. That's yeah. what I hear, like, very yeah. often. Like, not not so much the dollar amount. It, it's, like, the, their lifestyle that's, like, right. overbearing with, like, yeah, I'm traveling the other side of the world next week, and they come back. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm going to my short house for another two weeks. And, like, yeah. and, but the constant, like, kind of, like, throw in your face, and, like, yeah. you, you don't have that luxury or that, yeah. that like. So what do you do when you hear people say, oh, I make X amount of money, and then they go out and buy a car, and then next thing you know, they're coming back complaining and, you know, 
about their bills and they don't have enough money and this and that. <laughs> you know, yeah, to brag like, oh yeah, I got, I make so and so, and then you know, me and my, me and my wife got new cars and this and that, and then sitting here complaining, I'm broke. I I feel like yeah. what like I feel bad because they're missing something. Like they're bragging. I don't think I say any. I just kind of feel bad. You listen and like, man, what what's missing for you? You obviously are, are fortunate enough to to make enough money, but like I feel bad. Like why? Who, who I think good for you. I just think it's entertaining. Like, yeah. I don't take it personal. Exactly. It's just yeah. like you also have to watch. You know your relationship with them. If it's someone you always kind of bust well, yeah. with or whatever, um, if it's something you never have like a real encounter and they're just. Every time somehow you're at the water cooler, they're always talking about you know, I don't know something. Water like, I think it's like uh, oh, the water Manny. Jump. What Manny's saying that there's like a void that they're mm-hmm. filling. I think uh, that's the reason why I don't take offense to it. Cause to me, it's that there yeah. something happened along the way that's yeah. not you know it's possible. Not that it's not right and not that it's wrong. It's just you can just kind of tell that they're trying to compensate for something. No pun intended. That's yeah. that's but that was the word. Some, I was for. Yeah. Yeah, some like, people just say that. To try to fit in, right? Sometimes thinking that's what you want to hear. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like you said, it's compensating that you have to brag about material things that people like. If they don't really care, they're not gonna make a difference anyway. Like all of all, like none of us have any of that inclination to really like brag about that stuff. So yeah. we just kind of listen and let them play it off and mm-hmm. let them just talk. Much brag about, you know, I'll be honest with you. Well, it's a it's a status about. thing too. Like when you brag about certain things, they think. We've all done this, or at least in our minds, that it brings you to that next level. When in real, in reality, not necessarily, right? I mean, just because I, uh, let's just say, I bought a five thousand dollar watch, doesn't necessarily mean that you know, in all of our minds, like, all right, if you have a five thousand dollar watch, you probably should at least be making six figures. But then who's to say who gave that rule out? Well, yeah, to them, it's like that first five thousand dollars I save, I'm buying a watch. That's what I was about to say. The Standards. question you were saying was like, how much actual money? Because some people do yeah. like live lifestyles like beyond their means, like that what a millionaire should be living, and they're not that really. The hardest thing to say, but it's the one of the realest things I heard is from this financial guy. Uh, he says, "Act your wage," and it's um, it's very interesting because uh, you do. I'm sure we've all. Well, I know for a fact we've all made financial mistakes. Just the degree that what they're at uh, can fluctuate a little bit. But what, I mean, how, the, the thing I think that would bother me the most, I guess, is the repetitiveness of this question, is if you do see someone going down the rabbit hole of like making bad financial decisions when you say something, or is, are you in the right to say something? Or I think, because to me, like 90% of the time, you're not even in the right to say anything. But it's like... You can't keep cheering this person on, and it gets to a point where it's like, it's getting kind of sad. I don't know what to say, but you need to knock it off. You know what I mean? Yeah. I heard it one time on a radio show. Grown folks, they have grown folks business. Mm-hmm. And it's it's difficult. Unless they literally come up and ask you, you just say, oh, okay. Whether you think it's wrong, right, or indifferent. You can't be yeah. going up all unsolicited, yeah. just giving your opinion. Dude, first of all, that's rude, too. <laughs> you well, might be hurting their feelings. They could be all time. caught up in doing what they're doing, and then you're, you're trying to put them in check the right way, and they're gonna, it might not end up nice. Huh. But yeah. Always, like, unsolicited advice is always criticism. No matter Exactly. What. Yeah, that, that that's like, that, I, we heard that in a marketing, uh, a marketing business that was when I heard that because sometimes you want to help someone so bad but you're we're not in the right to if they're not asking for it 
Um, I know this happens. In, it's just beyond. It's outside of money too. It's other things. People, you know, even if they're addicted to something or whatever it is, they're they're not. Their life ain't gonna change unless they actually want to. Yeah. Well, what if they don't know how to ask for it? What do you do? Like you see them struggling, like financially. You see them doing constantly those mistakes that you're talking about, and you're kind of like thrown off. Do I ask them? Should I say something? Like, like again, I know, put your shoes in, put your... Stuff in their shoes. I know yeah. the best way that I was taught um, and I was told was to lead by example. And so you kind of express your life and kind of do it out loud in a way that they can hear. Not saying it like in a bragging way, like, man, I just opened up a savings account. Got, like, you know, got 250 bucks I'm going to put there from every paycheck because I want to save for but you're leading by example. So you're kind of telling them oh, the right things okay. to do yeah. in your own way where you're just telling them your business. Right, 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 right. right. Um, I work out every morning now because it makes me feel better. You got you, you can only talk about you. You can only talk about your experience. Um, I'm eating healthier and it's making me feel really good. Um, I, my wife loves all, you know, the shape and the condition that I'm in now and it made our, our relationship where, you know, more intimate and stuff like that. When you say stuff like that, you're not criticizing them. You're criticizing yourself, and but you're leading by example. Right. The worst thing someone wants to hear is someone who doesn't, you know, it's like, you know, a you know, person who's way overweight giving someone who is also way overweight advice on how to get a six-pack or something. It just doesn't make sense, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Both you guys are in financial pitfalls, and you're trying to give this person advice on money. Uh, you just ha I just, I, I mean, that was the way I was taught, um, and I think it's the most... You know, brilliant way to, and you don't hurt anyone's feelings. It's kind of smooth with it, and you know, to be honest with you, you do feel like you did your part. You don't actually think about it anymore because you know you're that's your way of helping. And once they ask you, yo, yo, remember last week you said you opened up a bank account? What bank do you use? And the conversation just goes like that instead of right, like, right. dude, what are you doing with your money? Stop being a knucklehead. You're ruining <laughs> your life. No one wants to be. No one once you you know hit a certain age. No one really doesn't want to be told what to do if, if they're being helped and guided again if they're being asked it's different some people want to make a change right away and like yo yell at me tell me you know what i'm saying depends on the person depends, depends on your relationship with them. all right well we'll leave uh the this episode with a pretty cool quote by michelle obama because at the end of the day i feel like i'm pretty sure uh it's the unanimous here as well is you have to earn uh, your way through life. Um, will you be, you know, will you get help or assistance along the way? Absolutely. Well, that wraps up this episode right now. of Rotated Views. You know, thanks again but for joining us. When it comes to guys, don't forget to visit the website jimmyrebelez.com Check is. out the blog. Um, if you I have any just, inquiries you know, or questions you want us to answer really in a future episode, email us at info at jimmyrebelez.com On behalf of myself and the rest of the crew, we wish you massive, massive success. Sometimes until next time, it does work. You know, like an eye for an eye, but it doesn't. Uh, the Rotated Views podcast was produced for self-development purposes. Thank you for the love and support. We truly do hope you enjoyed the views. important to you as a car is going to be taken from you. So law of attraction is very complicated. Just understand when you're operating in life on an every single day basis, how you manifest things and everything, um, it comes back to you uh, full circle. So Michelle Obama says, we learned about honesty and integrity. That truth matters, that you don't take shortcuts or play your own set of rules, and success doesn't count unless you earn it fair and square.
thought that's a pretty cool, uh, pretty cool quote. And uh, 